Hello and welcome to the Pondering Primates podcast, the official podcast of the University of Edinburgh Atheist, Humanist and Secularist Society. My name is Daniel Sharp, I'm the president of that society and your usual host. The podcast is a veritable cornucopia. We have different guests on each episode to discuss a range of issues from religion and secularism to film, art and literature. If you want to contribute then do get in touch. Our social media and contact details can be found on the Anchor page, but we're easily found by searching our name on Facebook, and our Twitter handle is at UOEAthumSakeSock. So, with all that out of the way, are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Hello, Daniel here. My guest today for the podcast is my good friend Duncan Sutherland an aspiring filmmaker, connoisseur of the art form. Uh, so I shall just say welcome, Duncan. Hello. Hello, hello. Yeah. Well, we'll just, I think we'll just have a brief discussion about film and TV, the role in society. So yeah. let me just ask you to introduce yourself. All right, well, um, Duncan, and like Daniel said, like I'm an aspiring filmmaker. I'm currently writing a script for a little project that myself and Dan are involved on are, are involved with alongside a couple of other friends, and it should be really good fun. I mean, it's quite, quite a lot of pressure though. Mm. You know, uh, um, it's quite strange. Well, not strange. I'm trying to see how I can describe this. When you look at films, you go and watch a film or TV, and you and the thoughts cross your mind. It's like, oh, I could do this. This seems like it would be easy. You really actually don't have any clue what it's really like you really you really re- come to respect the, the, the best directors and the best film writers out there yeah because it's a lot of work and there's a lot of things to consider and obviously there's people you have to talk to as well especially like if um if it's a small project and you know it's like um you're, you're giving like other people some creative freedom in that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot to consider yeah well, I think there's, 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 doesn't the saying go, it takes a lot of hard work to make something look easy? Yes, yes, and I can tell yeah. you it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you don't see the hard work that goes into, <laughs> even even like the worst films probably have a lot of hard work going into them. Um... <clears throat> well, that's debatable. <laughs> yeah, well, some of the <laughs> terrible films out there that look like no work have gone into them. <laughs> just, they've just done the bare minimum. Mm. One that's it so is that is that what would you say then is your interest in film and tv what sort of shows or films or uh, things do you like and what like what do you make of it as an as an art form to i'm trying not to sound too wanky because this easily <laughs> can just veer into just real pretentiousness but... oh yeah if you see films they're just uh they're just the perfect form of art aren't they <laughs> yes well well I think it's like I haven't found, I haven't met anybody who doesn't enjoy film or TV in some way, you know. Even if uh, it's not exactly the type of film or TV that my that I myself would enjoy, um, but uh, I think what interests me about films, I was thinking about this yesterday as well. Is just how they change. They've changed like throughout the decade since like filming was even. <clears throat> Um, 
I just uh, think about how. Okay, let me say. Let let, let, let me say that it's like I saw the Joker mm-hmm. uh, a week ago, and uh, it was just quite shocking. Well, not 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 shocking to me in a bad way, but it's like as in, I'm amazed like a film like this sort of exists today. Yeah. Because even though there are more violent films out there. Um, more disturbing films out there. This film has, uh, like, you know, caused a divide that surprised me. I thought people would go see it and just enjoy it for a good Joker film, and yet people seem quite surprised. Well, like half the people that went to see it seem quite surprised at the violence in it, <laughs> you know? and uh, they haven't reacted quite well to yeah. quite a couple of quite a couple of things. And uh, it's easy for me to get to be quite annoyed about this because they go, they pay money to go see a Joker film. Anybody who's doing that should have an idea mm-hmm. who the Joker is and what, what it's about and what, what, what he's all about and all that. And they, to me, it's, to me, it's kind of cheeky to then complain mm-hmm. about the violence and disturbing messages that it sends. Just to, just to make clear, this is the recently released film with, like no, Joaquin Phoenix, yeah, Joaquin. Right? that guy. Oh yeah, I've still not seen it, but I know that. Well, all I keep seeing on Twitter and stuff is just people uh, moaning about it, saying, "Oh my God, this is terrible! How could people, how could they make a film like this? Uh, it's just this white guy being violent." Uh, <laughs> they, they, they kind of take it as this sort of um, political statement mm. of some sort i don't know i don't know i don't understand really because those people who do this don't make sense anyway yeah um, they just seem to think it's glorifying white male violence or something yeah you see i don't i don't see that line of thinking like when it's like okay let, let, let me say that when some people say that complaining it might be a bit too violent or whatever i'm just like right okay that's just your particular taste you might just prefer a film that's got less violence in it you know and that's okay and maybe you just don't handle violence that well um but to say it's something like um a typical white male kind of just being violent i just think that um i just think that takes away from what the film actually is you're not actually seeing the point of what the film is it's not about some random white guy going around killing people you know mm. it's the film the film is very clearly trying to be about someone who has uh, mental health issues and how society treats them i don't want to say like that because that's quite a typical thing to say about society we live in a society kind of thing mm. um but it is basically about how the world reacts to the man who is Joker. Yeah. And people. So I think to just say that he's just like an angry white guy going around killing people is just quite respectful. And you're missing mm. the point entirely. Mm. Oh, well, so. that kind of ties into, I was going to say, how does, how does, how do films of any kind relate to wider society? Do they have to 
Do they, do they have to be political? Do they have to be? Do they have to make a statement, uh, or can they just be a film? I mean, nothing is going to look truly isolated from its context, but. Oh, sorry. Audio issues. Uh, I was now just saying that nothing, nothing's ever truly isolated from its context. Yeah. So everything's kind of influenced by you know politics and. Oh yeah. That sort of thing. But does 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 a film have to be political? Does it have to have a deeper meaning, or can it just be a film? I don't think. Um, I don't think it's a requirement for a film to be political, or, or uh, or centre particularly about anything. Uh, like mental health or you know like gender inequalities or racial inequalities or anything like that it doesn't but mm. films don't need to be films don't need to do that but the films who do do that and the films that do do it well then like you know power to them like i do genuinely enjoy those films more i do generally yeah. enjoy a more politically charged film even though i can just enjoy like um a sort of spectacle like mm-hmm. a, like an Avengers movie which isn't really sending any messages, even though people like to think of Thanos, he's really, he's really pushing, he's really idea, the greater good and all that. People look Mm. quite deep into his reasons and his political message. And I'm just like, that's not what you go to Avengers for. (laughs) You don't go to Avengers for the political messages. You go there for the big fights, CGI and the pretty colours. And that seems like I'm expecting it, right? I'm not because I do enjoy those films like i remember i saw endgame and i lost my mind <laughs> at the at the final bit because it was great i don't want to spoil even though probably the whole world has seen it <laughs> i don't want to spoil for like the one person who... I, don't want to... I think uh, right like russell russell t davies the writer of doctor who and many other tv shows i think he said something like oh, people who start with a theme or something to say that tends to lead to bad writing. You know, if you, if your starting point is kind of, um, well, this is about uh, racism, and then you build the whole story and all the characters around that, it doesn't work. But if you start just with mm-hmm. character or even story, and um, then you kind of naturally kind of start saying things, you you know naturally start putting these things in, and it kind of grows organically. And so it's not mm-hmm. like you don't start out with an explicit mission statement necessarily but it just it kind of comes out if you want it to come out mm-hmm. you, yeah does, like does, uh, does your project have any or well we won't talk about it too much because it's all under wraps does my project have any is, it, is it politically theme. charged no like not at all we're not it's like i'm it's like i'm not going for like a political message at all i mean one thing because it's you know it's quite safe you know, it's quite safe. Like when you try and just like make something that's not politically motivated, then you know it's not going to upset people because people get upset when the political message is sent and they don't agree with it. Mm. Um, but for another thing, it just doesn't fit in the film that I want to make. Mm. Just suddenly getting political, it'd be quite strange if, like, in this sort of mockumentary, thick of it style film, I just started getting, I just started sending. Um, a political message about how much I dislike Boris Johnson or something, <laughs> you know, or how I feel that um, I've been treated unfairly in the workplace. It'd be quite strange if I started doing mm. that in that film. But I'm not averse to like creating a politically yeah. motivated or a charged film. But 
personally, when as I'm starting out, I'd rather not get into like the deep stuff, and I'd rather just have fun yeah. at first before like, I start sending anything that sends any particular message. Because I feel like um, going back to like one of the earlier questions, um, how TV and film doesn't need to be uh, doesn't need to have a political message or or social message or anything. It can just be fun. That's uh, that's why um, a lot of shows like Doctor Who in its earlier days, uh, like not old new the revived series in its earlier days was just quite popular because it was just a little space show, little sci-fi show, Monster of the Week every week, mm-hmm. and people didn't have to worry about um, um, getting a political message thrown at them yeah. every weekend. Whereas nowadays. Or at least like during like the end of Capaldi's era, it was almost every week there was like some sort of political message that was being sent towards you. It just gets a bit frustrating at the end of the day because you just want to enjoy your yeah. your TV, you know. That's and funny. especially in a... on you go. Oh no, I just I just mentioned that. Um, what was I going to mention? It's gone out of my mind. Um, that when when you when you write things well, then I, well I think of pretty much said that I had I did have another point but I've forgotten it um but okay I'll give this example Russell T Davies again the man the great man of television drama um and the there's an episode of Doctor Who from 2006 called Tooth and Claw which is about Queen Victoria and werewolves and all that sort of thing so on the one hand that is also a monster of the week and it's just good fun but there's also one line in it that Russell T Davies mentioned in his in his book The Writer's Tale, um, where the Queen Victoria says to the Doctor, "Whoever holds this diamond will surely die," and the Doctor says, "Well, that's true of anything if you if you wait long enough." And that line actually is, <laughs> as Russell T puts it, it's just a quick line, and it doesn't upset the flow of the episode, but actually, mm-hmm. it is basically a knockdown of a whole a whole belief system and and superstition and and afterlife and religion and all that sort of thing. Mm. So I think I think you do get these messages and everything, and if it's written well, you don't notice them necessarily the first time round. Mm. Uh, like with Thanos, you know, he's not. He's, I, I don't think he was written to be some exemplar of philosophy, but <coughs> because the character was just written really well and portrayed really well, and you mm-hmm. do get this, um, you get more depth because of that. Mm-hmm. So what you were saying that Thanos has some depth because of his political belief. Uh, because because he's like written well. Yeah, because of his because he's written well. That's why you can read more depth into it than perhaps was intended yeah. because it's, it's done very well. Yeah. That depth can kind of come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where he does uh he seems like a real person and um the whole Entirety of uh, space, mm. even though he's big and I'm purple. purple. <laughs> yes. yes, I mean I'm not saying that him being purple means he's not a person. That's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> but um, anti-purple bigotry. Yes, yes, that's me. If I was in space, I would be campaigning against the purple individuals <laughs> exclusively, just them. <laughs> Everyone saw Avengers. We know what they're capable of. I'm just saying. <laughs> 
Hey, look, you can't judge all purple people by the actions of one purple guy, okay? That's right. You've completely changed my entire belief system. <laughs> I'm a new man. I'm going to campaign for them now. For them, <laughs> not against them. <laughs> well, that, well, again, we kind of mentioned a few sort of TV shows and, and films and stuff, so yeah. what, are, what are your... No, how, how should I phrase this? What are your inspirations? But again, that's a wanky way to put it. What are your favourite films or your favourite TV shows? And why? Um, uh, well, my favourite film, my favourite films, um, this is like, this is like quite difficult because it changes. It's like, what kind Because if I would guys and put Blade Runner in there. Yeah. Even though a lot rolled their eyes at this, they were like, "Oh, another one of them, another someone else who likes Blade Runner that much, right?" But I do like Blade Runner that much, and I also like um, The Godfather as well. Those yeah. two, but that's also another eye-rolling one. It's like, "Oh, everyone says that." <laughs> I mean, but you ever consider there's a reason everyone says that? <laughs> because they're very good films. Even the third one, I mean, I must say, the third one. I like yeah. Um. Um. Also, really, 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 really enjoy. Sorry, I shouldn't call it the Joker. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed Joker. It was a great film, in my opinion. I went into it, um, which is probably why I enjoyed it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I went into it thinking, oh, this will be a sort of run-of-the-mill film, just about this character, and they're going to get quite a lot. You know what I mean? And um, watched it, watched it all, finished it, and I ended up loving it. I was just yes. like, wow, that's amazing. Um, I've only seen it the one time, and usually my opinion might ch- sometimes changes the second time round. Mm. Um, kind of like when I thought Infinity War was the greatest film I ever saw, until I saw it the second time. <laughs> <laughs> well, a great film, but I was just like, right, I'll calm down a little bit now. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I think like uh, with uh, just quickly, I think like with you sometimes just have to like put them in a different list. Mm. Scorsese said a couple of days ago, even though I don't fully agree with what he said, he said that like superhero films aren't really cinema; they're like um, what is it? They're like roller coasters or amusement parks or something like that. Mm. And uh, most I kind of agree that it is sort of like a roller coaster as a film. Um. Because it's like oh, it's like all these amusements and attractions, basically. It is cinema, but at the same time, again, I can't put them on the same list as I could with like Blade Runner or Godfather or something like that. Mm. Just I because think there's only there's only there's a there's an exception to that rule, which is The Dark Knight, which is. Just as uh, as not just spectacle, it's also it's also mm-hmm. quite deep and just brilliantly made. And I think that's probably the sort of by by that standard. So again, I'm not saying I agree with Mr. Scorsese, but I think uh, I think even even the most kind of jaded or or cynical or elitist cinematic snob would 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 probably grant. I think that that the Dark Knight. Oh yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I'd say so. Like they'd probably be more inclined to agree to Dark Knight than any other film. Mm. 
I'd say. I think like Joker might <coughs> could change that though, but it is quite divisive. It's much more divisive than um the Dark Knight. Mm. So it might so, so that might be that might be a bit of a deterrence for some people to say, Oh, this is a really good piece of cinema. Mm. Um just because it's quite upset for some people. I actually saw someone walk out during that film. Oh, God. And they never came and they never came back. <laughs> I said, well, that's, I, I, I've only seen that happen once before, before that. And I think it was, a, I think it might have been like a DCEU film. So it was another DC film. Like, I think it might have been Batman versus Superman. I just, I just saw someone walk out in a rage. <laughs> I was just like, oh, Fair wow, enough. okay. <laughs> I've only seen that once as well. I'd, have you ever seen the film I Love You, Philip Morris? With uh, Jim Carrey and Hugh oh. McGregor? Oh no, no, I haven't. I thought I thought you thought it was another film. It's a really good film, so I'd recommend it. But basically, at the start, there's like this Jim Carrey is this gay guy, and then but he's married, and then there's this bit where he's just close up on him having sex with somebody, and you're like, oh cool, that's his wife. <clears> and then <laughs> it, start, it zooms out, and it's a guy that he's <laughs> that he's having sex with, and so uh, somebody got up and walked out at that point. Or, <laughs> 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 Oh wow! So, I mean, that's, that's a, a really good film. So yeah, exactly. God. Right, I respect people for having their beliefs, but you got to get over yourself if that sort of stuff upsets you. Yeah. Like really, if you're gonna walk out in a rage, I mean, like if if that person had no idea and they just saw that and they're just averse to the idea of sex in general and they <laughs> left, then fine. But that <laughs> anymore I want you once <laughs> <laughs> well on the, on the note of, of being disappointed with things or annoyed uh, mm-hmm. on a scale of 1 to 10 I know Game of Thrones is one oh. of your favourite shows or was at least was. <laughs> <laughs> the scale of 1 to 10 1 being not at all and 10 being soul destroying uh, how okay. disappointed were you with the final season Oh, um, there were a few that I can't give it like a full on ten, even though I really like to. It deserves it. <laughs> um, it deserves a ten for being soul destroying because it was. There were so many times I was just in, um, infuriated at some of the at some of the stuff in that last season. Um, I don't know. I'll give it a seven. Um, heartbreaking, we'll call it, but not in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dear, dear. Not as in, oh, it's the end. Oh, it's like oh. as in, no, oh, that's the bloody end. Yeah, that's the bloody <laughs> end, is it? <laughs> well, I think I know there's there's a huge amount of stuff that we could talk about, but um, I think we should probably round off after we've pissed off all the the Game of Thrones hardcore fans. I don't right. Listen, all the hardcore fans would agree with us. Probably that, that series eight is absolutely terrible. Well, maybe, but there'll be there'll be some people who are like, no, no, nothing can ever be said bad, and I will never allow it, and we might get death threats. It stopped being good at series six, and series five <laughs> wasn't even that good. Oh, to so be that, fair, that you've done it. Now we're definitely getting death threats. That's that's fine. You just send them my way. It <laughs> gives me. It makes me feel alive seeing these things. <laughs> <laughs> at least somebody cares. Enough to send us death threats. Yeah. 
Okay, so to finish it off then, uh, is there anything else you want to add? Anything you've got to desperately get off your chest? Well, aside from just apologise to all the viewers for my rambling. Um, <laughs> no, for funny. listeners, sorry, not viewers. I should really get this podcast lingo <laughs> um, nailed down in case you ever have me back, which you probably won't after this display. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put yourself down. You were, it was good. Don't worry. Okay, thank you. I got your back. But, um, <laughs> I, I, I have nothing to say except hello to all listeners. And if uh, you're in university, I hope uh, everything's going well for you. And, uh, well, I know you've just said hello, but now we're going to say goodbye. So. <laughs> oh, yes. So yes. Shall, we, shall we sign off? Shall we? I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to hold down the fort for at least a week. I'll just <laughs> ramble away. <laughs> well, then I'll say goodbye for today, and thank you very much for chatting with me, Duncan. It was good. No very problem, good. Daniel. And thank you for having me on. I much enjoyed it. Yes, very good. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Goodbye, everyone. Bye bye.